2: And welcome to day two of the Guitar Nerds Gear of the Year 2015 countdown slash deliberations uh, I'm your host Mark Packham, joined by Matt Knight Hello Jay Cross Hiya And Joe Branton Welcome And for day two, we are tackling 2015's best amp And 2015's best product of 2014 Oh, so, it's so existential It's my favourite category, that Best amp uh, sort of speaks for itself uh, The best amp before I released this year uh, 2015's best product for 2014 Is our basically We look at what we uh, nominated for our gear of the year Previously uh, last year And um, we say you know What's lasted the test of time What should win um, So let's kick off with best amp And the nominations are PV Classic 20 Mini Marshall 2555X uh, Orange Micro Dark, Victory Kraken Blackstar Artist The Roland JC40 And the Marshall Astoria so banging! let's tackle the p v classic twenty mini
0: j cross great amp great okay amp. you've
2: got a bit of a perchon for the uh
0: p v classic series I um, do tell us about the uh, twenty mini the, the 20, twenty mini is a uh twenty watt valve head yeah um that has the stylings of a of all of the the classic the you know the old classic 30s and the classic 50s and the delta blues series which is a tweed a sort of fender which, yeah copy it's like it's basically like a like a uh, you know a fender tw- yeah what joe said um and it's um but it's in a it's in a mini head um for 400 quid or whatever it is and you've got direct usb record out which so, i think is is brilliant um something they introduced with the valve kings a couple of years ago mm. Yes yeah and I think it's it's good it's a, it's a bit of a a romantic story in the you know the the, the PV sort of it looked like it might be all over for a little while, especially well, here in Europe. In, in Europe. Yeah, because mm. everything because they lost their distribution <clears throat> and and then everything just disappeared and we didn't see anything. And there was that big fire sale where they just sold off everything super cheap. Just, fires. just, just sold fires. Just like we're not going to sell amps anymore. We just sell. <coughs> and, they, and it just, just it, three bar
2: heaters. It and just things like it was sad.
0: <laughs> it looked like it looked like that was the end of it. And we thought, oh man. And then out of nowhere, the the classic mini came out, and then also the. Um, is it a Valve King Mini or is it a the Valve King Mini first and then the classic that already existed Mini and didn't then it? the um, 5150 Mini
1: five Mini 6505
0: Mini yeah. five Mini so that came out as well and um, yeah I think this is definitely the pick of the bunch um, but a super astute thing to,
3: to bring out you think that the specs on this you know it's portable it's gigable and you can record with it as well. It's something that you can literally do everything yeah, with yeah, I mean, without it like, being an effort to transport. Uh, this is exactly the spec that got, as we were saying in the last podcast, that got the Laney um uh, studio IRT studio yeah. into our first
1: Gear of the Year yeah, two years ago. It's like it's like an evolution of, <clears throat> of all the things on like that because you've got, you know, switchable attenuation on the output, you know, twenty five and one. You've got USB out for direct recording. You've got a speaker emulation out for straight into a PA. You've got a headphone out, so you can just go straight into headphones, and there's an inbuilt load box into it as well. And the effects loop, you know. And it's two channels. channels. And and yeah, that's three. it. I was going to say, crucially, it looks brilliant. Yeah. You know, you know and what, reverb as well. You know what this is? is oh, it's reverb is,
0: on it too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, digital reverb, but still, still. a good sounding digital the, reverb. What this is is, is, is
0: um the thing that I think is quite funny about this is... It's essentially what Fender should have brought out a couple of years ago. They should have brought out a Blues Junior head. Oh, with USB. And they've not done it. And PV have basically gone, yeah, I right, may we'll just do that then. Yeah. And that's what this is. You know, it's I, I really like the, the voicing of the classic series. I, I always have. I think those amps are fantastic. Really, really fantastic. And um, and yeah, this is, just a, this is just a brilliant... You know, it's not... I don't think it's a game changer by any means. But, but what it is, is it's a small cool head that gives you that just has all the features you does everything. that you would, that you would mm-hmm. want it to it's all you could you definitely need. gig
3: with it as well yeah, you know exactly but, that's it it is all you need it's actually all you need you can have it for recording it's small enough to have at home maybe on like an, a, a sort of a little 10 inch
1: speaker or, or, or something like that
3: and you can gig with it it's
1: that's yeah, everything you need we've we've really noticed in the last you know and certainly in the time we've been doing the podcast like the revolution of like the bedroom guitarist and the fact that there's more stuff out there that's accessible to people who you know who don't gig who play in smaller you know places at home <laughs> whatever and you know certainly when I was a kid you know you wanted a, a stack because that's what you saw everyone play but now you go yeah like a, a mini head like that for four or five hundred quid with all these options is that's like way more suited to yeah. you know something someone who is
2: primarily playing at home but then occasionally goes and does some gigs like the 20 watt head it will definitely be loud enough to gig with yeah Yeah, yeah. and like you say, they look super cool. Mm. I I
3: agree. I think for the occasional gigger, this is the ultimate product out there.
2: And I also think, you know, given the high praise that we gave the IRT Studio a couple of years ago, this could be up there for, you know, certainly a high place in this category, Mm. but also, you know, in the final, it depends what else comes up. But um, yeah, we talked about the IRT Studio, which basically has all the features that this has but kind of looks like a bit of a brick. Well, that's it's exactly it. Yeah, it's just a 1980s yeah. rack mount. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's just yeah, a 19-inch rack. rack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas this looks like the cool PV Classic Series exactly. heads. I, and, yeah, I've
3: got a real soft spot for amps like this that can just do everything in a really reasonably sized package. And, yeah. just the, and, and the fact that this is full valve as well. I, yeah. I just think this is an absolutely great piece of gear. And, yeah, completely. I think a lot of the other stuff on this list... Will be very good, but won't necessarily be as innovative as this is. And you know, even though Jay, you said it, like that, it's not a game changer. I do think this is the only thing on here that's not just another amp. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, a, yeah, it's, yeah,
3: yeah,
2: I, in agree, yeah. In some way, yeah, it's the only thing that's kind of got those kind of extended features. I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly things on here that have got reasons that they stand out on the list. Sure, but in sure. terms of like USB recording and stuff and this is attenuation, a- it's, you know it's, it's got a lot of features. But
3: this is how amps should be being made. This is the ultimate example and probably the only example here of a company um, looking at how people are using amplifiers sure. today. This is a reaction to today's market rather than just making another good-sounding head. This is them changing features. And unlike Gibson with robot tuners and all those things, these are features that people want. Changed yeah. in amp heads, mm. and yeah. uh, I just think, and for a company like PV, exactly, uh, you know, as Jay was saying, for a, P- a, a company that we weren't even sure was going to exist in Europe. Certainly, the last people I then expect to come up with the most innovative idea. And yeah, you yeah. certainly, I expect Fender to think mm. of these things. You know, I expect, I expect Orange to think of these things. I expect big amp brands to think of these. I'm not saying PV aren't a big amp brand, but you know, they've been they've been flogging the same horse for for a long long time well of course
2: they've not really I mean that's not necessarily true actually like Valve Kings and stuff did do some of this stuff and you know they kind of kick started a bit of a kind of cheap valve amp uh, or valve head thing a few years ago when they brought out the VK100 Um, Mm. and yeah you know like the uh, the micro 20 Valking
3: was it them that did the Windsor
1: as well
2: yeah the Windsor is legitimately one of the worst amps I've ever heard and they
1: also did the you know they did things like the Viper series which never really took off but you know they're certainly they're certainly gems within
2: yeah, yeah, completely, and that's the, always been the thing with PV. It's finding the gems in the range because they do they make PV Bandit everything. The PV Bandit again, you know, is the one of the best solid state amps ever made. But it's about finding that gem. Yeah. Actually, if they did a Bandit head, that now that'd be awesome. I'd be into that. Mm. Um, so next on the list, Marshall two triple five X, the reissue of the Silver Jubilee. The yeah. Much.
0: The twenty five fifty five X is what. Is okay. How
2: you're- Oh, that's different to the two times that I've said it already. So it's the twenty-five fifty-five. Okay, okay go on five. Then.
0: So, as you know so much about it, Jay, <laughs> tell us about it. Well, it's a reissue of the. Um, it's a reissue of the twenty-five fifty, which was the ju- the silver jubilee. Is that right? Yeah, twenty-five right? fifty. It's
1: based on. Taking off designs of like uh, the 2203 and the 2204, which were the master volume versions of the JCM800, and they made it in the 80s. Um, and I think it was one of its like famous players was was Slash, and it was the first ever Marshall amp to feature pento triode switching, okay. which at the time was a pretty revolutionary thing. Yeah, um, and you know, kind of the start of of amped being slightly lower powered do you know what I mean people wouldn't really consider making a 25 watt valve amp because for 20 years previous to when this came out everyone wanted a 100 watt the, the, valve yeah, amp yeah. the most well because
2: they needed it because the PA systems weren't yeah. up to
1: up so you up know to scratch, so. And, so, and, and with this it's you know all made in the UK which is great for Marshall to kind of go back into is you know, it the, yeah are they okay? yeah they're made in the UK um, and single channel effectively Yes. foot switchable lead channel but you've got a pull rhythm switch as well so you can get a wide range of super sort of spanky clean sounds and super driven sounds as well and because it's master volume you can really crank the preamp so the early designs of those and the ones that kind of went before it things like the (laughs) plexi the the sounds that people want were all through cranking 100 watts to you know unlistenable levels ear bleeding volumes yeah where these are you know it sounds like the classic Marshall sound that you want this is you know the great thing about this amp is it's Sounds like the Marshall sound in everyone's heads. You know, you think of Marshall and you think of that rock sound. You think, you think of basically this amplifier. Yeah, completely. Um, and it,
2: the original is one of the best amps I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, and the uh, the reissue kind of didn't disappoint, really. You know, it's kind of exactly what you'd expect. Mm. Um,
1: I mean, did you get to spend much time with it, Matt? I've I've plugged it in, you know, numerous times for people, and every time I've plugged in, like a Les Paul into it, I'm just like this is the sound that you want yeah it's you know um, really usable great sound sort of traditional Marshall sounds basically and I suppose you know maybe like some other things like you know we are just talking about the PV maybe it's not groundbreaking in the sense of you know they're putting loads of new features on it but what they are doing is going hold on as a company Marshall hold you know one of the best all round guitar tones out there and they've kind of gone we don't need to change anything we just need to go back to what we were doing and I think, you know, maybe Marshall lost that, you know, recently with some of their other products, and then they've kind of gone, actually... It's quite a world away from something
2: like a JVM, isn't it? In yeah. that JVM is, you know, like nine channels or whatever it is with like
1: loads of effects, loops and stuff, and this is very much going back to a classic design. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of people out there who want Marshall, they want to stick with that brand, yeah. but they don't want something really modern like the JVM. What I would suggest, and this will come up later when we
2: do the cut, is... Because it is so faithful to the original, is there enough to make this the best amp of 2015?
1: Well, I think that's the thing, and I, I almost think that you know the, a lot of people who bought them bought them because they wanted they know and love the people that use the original, yeah. and they can't now buy an original yeah. so it's kind of like, you know yeah let's get that." But I think the problem is is that it, it is a big amplifier, yes, and I think not many people are buying them. Because of the size of them, you know. I mean, I say that. I, I suppose I can't really say that because I don't really know the the full details of it. But I think more, you know, if you kind of maybe what we're saying with guitars, in the sense that you know, if you had a thousand pounds to spend on a guitar, you'd go for something more classic than maybe something more niche. But if you had a thousand pounds to spend on an amplifier, you're probably now going to go for something that's one that's got all valves and has got more modern features for recording. You're yeah. not necessarily going to go for a hundred watt. Valve head and a, and a 4x12 cap
2: We'll talk about this When we do the cut Is this mm. uh, Does this uh, stack up As one of the best At least Top 5 products Of 2015 um, The Marshall is a huge amp But one of the amps That is not huge Is the orange <laughs> that one That is the worst segue ever <laughs> It's not You know It's small isn't it orange. The Marshall is
3: big This <laughs> is little are not big
2: <laughs> <laughs> Something about Joe's Stuff Um the orange micro dark um, so just this isn't uh, it's not very old is it the, the micro dark it released in the last couple months yeah a month ago maybe yeah yeah Something yeah. Like very that. very new um, so their uh, new really really small amp but with some of the voicings from their dark series um, Jay Cross
0: have you had a chance to listen to a micro dark I have um, very briefly um and yeah I, re- I really like it i think they are i think they've they are very 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 cool and a very good and a very natural upgrade is it an upgrade i don't know a cross very grade a very yeah j cross grade um a very natural sort of sister product to the yeah. um to the 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 micro terror micro terror thank you yes um and i think i think it's good because I I mean I'm not a huge fan of the tiny terror. Okay? Um I think that it was I think that we owe it a you know we owe it a lot because it was obviously the catalyst that led to a lot of these amps being yeah. being produced. Lunchbox amps. Lunchbox amps. And I th- I think that this is more where like a company like Orange should be... and other companies as well should be aiming to produce. Sort of those smaller amps if they're not going to because the thing with the Tiny Terror is it's very simple it's not like for example the classic 20 Mini which is a small lamp that has a bucket load of features sure. whereas the Tiny Terror is just a small valve amp which 10 years ago or whatever when it came out was revolutionary Yeah. and I think if we have been doing gear, gear of the Year then Hands oh, would, down, yeah, it, completely. Know, hands down, it would have won. And weirdly, no
2: one was really challenging it for the I, first few years. Like I they know. weren't just little lunchbox. I think hands. it's because
1: no one thought it would take, take off. Yeah,
2: but at the time, like you say, people were p- playing hundred watt stacks.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um And yes, yeah, it's, it's quite a world away from that. And um and yeah, I think they're great. I, again, I don't think it's um I don't think it's it's going to change the world. Um, but I think that they're I think that they're really really cool. I, do labs. You know what though, I
1: think more people have from my sort of hands on experience especially the last couple of months is that more people have plugged in the micro dark and gone wow I just have to buy one of these because it's such a cool amp to just have and I think you know they made a couple of changes to it that made it more usable for home which is one the headphone out with the cab sim yeah um, the buffered effects loop because when you're using quite a lot of gain you don't want to put your delays and stuff um, in the front in, end. In the front end. So it allows you to run loads of different effects, and it cleans up really nicely. I think the greatest thing, though, is when you take it away from the little one by 8 cab... Plug it into and, a 412. And plug it into something bigger. Yeah. Which I know not a lot of people are going to be doing necessarily at home, but I think we mentioned it a few podcasts ago that people are buying them and keeping them in their pedalboard bag. So... You, you know if your amp breaks or whatever you can go into that and you can go straight out into any cab or you can just go cab out through the headphones straight into the desk completely Um yeah I, I, I actually was playing a
3: um, uh, function show and the guitarist in one of the other bands yeah. there um, had one of these that he just had on the floor um, going off
1: into a uh, yeah I, I mean brilliant because PA. once you go into the PA you're only limited by the 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 volume of the PA, PA. Yeah. so you and these do clean up very well and they're you know, they not I think the problem is by like Dark Terror adds that thing that it's going to be all high gain yeah. it definitely cleans up very well it doesn't maybe clean up as much as the Micro Terror but you know if you're a volume player it, it's brilliant but yeah what, going into a 2x12 is one of the loudest amps and I was like this is, this is
2: insane I always love that like getting a tiny little lunchbox amp and plugging it into a 412 whatever the kind of uh, make or even like? Do you remember Smokies? Yeah, like I remember. Yeah, I think yeah, we did yeah,
1: yeah. it when I, you know, not long when I first started working here. We plugged a Smoky into a four twelve. Like, oh, God, this is ridiculous because there's no volume on the, the Smokies. They're just like. Do they still exist? What well, yeah, is the Smoky? I don't even know the what it is. Little amps built into cigarette packets. Haven't no, no. seen those. No, Really? Yeah. Okay. I've got I I've be... got a similar thing built into a can of special brew. <laughs> Unbelievable.
2: <laughs> um, so another small amp on the list is the Victory Kraken. Matt, you're probably best to speak to this. I think you will probably be the only one who's had hands-on, but you yeah. described them earlier as awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I think the... Um, is that is that, do that I, a great can I, quote? Can I use yeah. that as uh, a as marketing quote, Matt Knight says? Awesome. Awesome. Five stars. Yeah, so um, for people who are not really aware, Victory um, came out of... Um, the sort of brain of Martin Kidd you who know, designed all the the Cornford stuff, which were massively popular. I mean, when I started playing guitar, like they were the boutique brand. It was I suppose, so weird,
2: wasn't it? Because it was just like, okay, you go into a shop and you have got Marshall, you've got you didn't even have Orange at that time. You might have Boogie, Fender, and then it's like, oh, there's this other brand, and it's like the only boutique
1: but brand that, you will have heard of. But these, you know, the things like the um, the MK50, like they're they're big amps like that they were expensive
2: oh like the hurricane and stuff yeah they yeah, were yeah a lot of
1: money and um, you know I think Cornford sort of I think there's some things that happened within Cornford it, it, and it ceased to be a company but Martin Kidd was just like a master designer I think he'd gone to work for another company and he was just building amps at that point but, um, where uh, Ashdown made um, the UK assets, built ones. Yeah. Ashdown yeah. Forest
0: Ashdown <laughs> Forest
1: but there's a there's a company that makes all the UK built there's a little factory that makes all the um, English built orange stuff and the English built Ashdown stuff and I forget what it was called but mm-hmm. they that's where they build them all they're not built in house they're basically farmed out to right. another company who just built them and he designed all these amps and they did the, the V30 which guthrie used on world tours and then they were like oh, what we should do is make a drive amp that's got two drive channels because some people just don't use clean but they want an amp with more versatility and the idea behind this is that you've got basically a 5150 on one side and a jcm on the other side so you've got two distinct channels of two very very popular high gain amplifiers um with you know two master volumes that's a great idea it's only small isn't it that's it's it's a lunchbox size yeah so you've got red uh no it's not it's It's great it's gunmetal gray you're thinking of a different one they make but yeah um it's you know, two master volumes, two drive channels, and a lot of the videos we've been doing are saying, you know, use two into two two by twelves for like a monster setup line amp <laughs> yeah. either side basically. That sounds awesome. Or what some people have been doing is going into a four twelve with stereo inputs that use two 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 sides of the two twelves. you think that that is exactly what the the reason
3: that my band have to spend loads on a massive van because our guitarist lugs around two separate two yeah. two. Uh, Two four separate 12s. two twelves. Two twelve changed to two twelves now. It was two four twelves. <laughs> and uh, um, and two separate thirty yeah. watt
1: heads. But the to, um, exactly both driven, both yeah. to do that. And this essentially can do that. Yeah. And, kind of and I think the great thing is as well, is that the overall design, so you've got two channels, two um, you know, master foot switchable master volumes, but also a high and low powered mode, and then when you're in low powered mode you've got single ended mode, which basically allows you to use one preamp valve as your power output stage to drive it down to just one or two watts That's so metal. perfect for home use as well so the metal player who wants a jcm 900 or a 5150-esque design but for home use it's all valve and recording it's just it's it, it's just it's a brilliant design i think the great thing is is that the guy who designed it thought a long time about the actual product and everything that he designs comes out of that kind of old Cornford sort of style which people did really love they're you know sort of really revered they've kind of got like a cult behind them almost and it's nice that he's now doing sort of a more mass market amplifier it's quite a world away sound wise isn't it from the Cornford the stuff because the Cornford mm.
2: stuff I remember being quite safe yeah the Cornford's very traditional we
3: um, again my guitarist used a Cornford um, a Roadhouse 30 on uh, on our last record for quite a lot of it and Barry Money normally uses Orange or Hovercraft yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah it's, it's, it's of that sort of Elk, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I suppose you know it's got switchable, switchable valves. You can have six l six Zoell 34s. So they're self-bouncing, so you can literally just change the valves in them, and they're you know eight hundred quid. I um I didn't actually look anything up on
3: this amp, so th- this is all completely good. Well, I'm glad you're you know promoting yeah, it as yeah, one yeah. of the best
2: amps <laughs> of 2015. <laughs>
3: but I am. I think I think, mean, I think f- for me, t- this sounds like the best thing I've ever heard. This is this is again just like a really astute, modern, completely- it's sensible. Like unlike the Marshall. The, you know, this, the, the problem I guess with the Jubilee reissue is it's just a reissue it's and the amp world is changing unlike the guitar world mm. which is staying relatively
2: firmly in the same place the amp world's changing this is the future of amps so this sounds
3: yeah. great yeah
2: so another new entry on the list uh, only just uh, announced I guess but uh, I guess you guys have had a chance to have a look at them I think the, Jay's
1: had more hands on time Black than me the Black
2: Star Artist series yes <laughs> tell us about
0: them um, so I have only had a, I've had a quick go um, Joe, you've done a demo with it as well, I think. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah.
2: That's
3: they
0: right. are—they're they're very cool. Um, they're very—you know—we we had a chat about them a couple of weeks ago. In that they, I think they sit in a bit of a a weird price point because yeah. they are a um, essentially it's a it's you know it's a it's, well, it's a fifteen watt it's a boutique fifteen watt amp and it's. It's it's two channels. Is it two channels? I I can't remember. I believe they are. Yeah, dual
1: channel.
0: I just they sounded very good. They were they're very expensive. There's seven hundred. It's a weird place for Blackstar because I do
3: still think of Blackstar as being the amp of choice for for like metal bands, hardcore bands, stuff like that. It's. That, and and they don't exist outside of that. They really gear their look around that as well. Yeah. And I don't, I, I just don't know yeah. how many these, people in those genres are buying fifteen. I suppose amps. the thing These, are, really, though, these are
2: much more kind of classy looking. I would say. Are they? Yeah. Are they? That, like that black star logo is pretty hard to make classy. That's true. That is true. But they're you know they're a small black box essentially. You know they're not like tweed or anything. They're never going to appeal to the real trad market. But they're pretty understated in how they look. Um, so matt you've got the spec there two channels uh, as far as i can remember one the idea behind it is one of them's voice much more for pedal users
1: yeah so you've got like a stripped back channel which is just like volume and tone um which is you know i suppose in a way maybe a cleaner sort of um idea to it so it's just you know it's like non-master volume in a sense um and then you've got channel two which has got three band EQ and their ISF control so a little bit more traditional sort of black star sound Um, 6L6 so it's that kind of Fender vibe with kind of quite a glassy you know bright top end and you know I remember saying um, I think we were talking about it in a podcast uh, um, a couple of months ago when we were saying oh it's more expensive than the Blues Junior but it it is kind of a completely different design to that and I suppose it's 700 quid it's sort of aiming at boutique amp that's not necessarily boutique build but certainly has the look and the feel about it
2: yeah from what I understand so they've basically gone for a similar feature set to something like a Blues Junior but obviously two channel the key is that it's in quite a bigger box Mm. um, which is something that does make a difference you know I always say about the Blues Junior you know we love it we talk about it loads but they can sound a
1: little bit boxy oh yeah absolutely as we found out with Matt's Pro Junior yeah uh, rehousing it it makes a huge difference completely completely Um, and you know I think the thing i like about this amp is it's kind they've kind of gone oh you know people love like things like the marshall handwires but they're a bit too basic and this is you know sort of taking that sort of design that sort of look and then going how can we do it for half the price yeah and basically giving someone an alternative option to not spending loads of money on a marshall handwired and maybe going for a fender that probably doesn't offer them the tone that they want yeah
0: yeah. Um. One of the things that, and this is more sort of nitpicking than anything. One of the things that annoys me about it is the name. I don't really understand why they've called it the Artist, artist Fifteen because yeah. there's when, already Artist Series you, models. No, there's the Artisan. Ah, okay. and so it re- like we talked about the um, we talked about those new the Vox uh, VX. Amp. No, not the Vox VX. The new the Vox VT series. Yes. Yeah. And how when you like Google Vox VT. Twenty X or something, it comes up saying, oh, did you mean VT20? He's like, no, I didn't mean that. I meant the VT20X. And the same as with this, when you Google Blackstar Artisan 15, Blackstar Artist 15, it says, oh, did you mean Blackstar Artisan 15? It's like, why, you know, they, they, it just seems like they're Call muddy. something else. Well, they're sort of muddying the waters a little bit too yeah. much, I think. And yeah. Yeah. This is
1: I, more ist and less zan. Yes. Very good. And, um, <laughs> very good. Yeah, I
0: mean, th- this is a, they are a very, very good amp. They are a very good amp. Um, and I've, I've just... Re looked up the specs. and I've remembered that you know the you've only got a because you've only got a single EQ on the first channel. Yes, and then you've got three band and the ISF on channel two. And um, I'm just <coughs> it. It just seems like it's because it's not quite an AC30, and it's not quite a blues uh, a blues deluxe or a hot rod deluxe, and it's not quite a, um, uh, a, a tubes. Um, a blues breaker, you know. It's it's not, and it's not a sixty five oh five. You know, it's not really any one thing. It's quite a few things, and I just I'm not sure where it's going to sit in the market. I oh, yeah, I agree. That's 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 my concern yes. with it because when I plugged it
1: in, I thought it sounded brilliant. I mm. really really did think it sounded brilliant. I just it it seems very. But you're not going to be. I think you know you. It sounds brilliant, but you're not necessarily going to hear that because you're not going to be drawn to it. It's not a, an amp. yeah. You go Oh yeah that new because I think if you're maybe looking for that you probably already found you might be if you're especially looking for something maybe like I hate to use no not classy probably not a thing but you know you're looking for single channel yeah you're you're probably thinking oh, I'm going to spend like a thousand pounds at least and then I suppose it opens up the channels to more things maybe. I guess the,
0: the thing for me I don't know maybe when, not when I, I st- think about these sort of things is you, you think about who uh, you know I sort of think about it from a from a sort of a, a salesperson kind of view I think to a certain degree and it's it's like who is going to come in and try this amp? Is it going to be someone who says, right, I've got an AC30 and I want another amp to go with it. Are you going to suggest to them this? Or if you've got, I think the person who's going to buy this is someone who doesn't want to spend the money or can't afford to spend the money on a boogie. And that really, for me is the only place that it kind of sits is it's not as expensive as a boogie, but it still sounds very good, but it's not quite Mm. a boogie.
2: I'm, I would say it's justified looking at it if you want something that's volume-wise comparable with a Blues Junior, yep. but is in a similar size box to a Hot Rod Deluxe. That would be... <laughs> oh, yeah, what a great market that
3: yeah, is. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm just, i I'm just not sure that... But it, 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 is, is, someone, is, it is, someone who, Is this going to be bought by someone who isn't already bought into the Blackstar brand? Is this going to win people over? I don't think it will. I think it might maybe people who've got for example you know maybe what they're doing is they're going okay listen the, the kids who got into Blackstar five years ago who had all those Series 1 heads they're sort of getting a little bit older now and they're maybe you know they're not playing metal so much and perhaps they want to do something a bit bluesier but they want to offer them an alternative that sticks within that sort of that brand but is someone who my point is is someone who plays a Vox or someone who plays a Fender going to go for one of these well uh, when we get to Mm. cutting this category down let's bear that in mind
2: next up an amp that was I would say as it was announced we basically wrote it on this list Um, the (laughs) Roland JC40 now as a lover of the jazz chorus Matt, um, what do you think about the JC Forty? It's brilliant.
1: I'm, I'm so glad that they've kind of brought out a much smaller version of the classic Jazz. Yeah. Cross. I mean, they always made them originally. Well, you've uh, got one, and you've I've got, got a, a- well, I've got a fifty. But you know, they even went down to. I think the original series was a twenty watt, a mini twenty watt combo. Uh, <laughs> they did a forty. I um, know f- oh, they did a fifty, a fifty-five, a seventy, a seventy-seven, a one-twenty a 140 and a 120 head so it was a massive range of amplifiers but the 120 was always the one that stuck with people it was always the classic but the problem is is that even though they're an amp you can still buy today they're a thousand pounds they're solid state and they're quite heavy so bringing this out and redesigning the classic at like 600 quid amazing clean tones completely solid state and and I think playing through it you're not necessarily going oh I'm just going through a solid state amp you're going through I'm going through an amazing sounding amplifier It doesn't matter that it hasn't got some valves in it.
3: No, well, if anything, come on, these are the ultimate amps for pedal players. Yeah, exactly. exactly. it's a completely transparent, completely clean, solid-state amp.
1: You know, they've redesigned the drive circuit because the drive circuit in the originals is terrible. There's, you know, <laughs> even, they even say that in some of their demo, in some of the demos I saw at like NAMM, they're like, look, the original JCE drives were rubbish. Yeah, so we've redesigned it based on the Blues Cubes and the great um, sounds you're getting out of that. Were- Pretty and dense. and because it's not the same size as the 120, I we went, oh, well, they, we don't get the same chorus sound. So there's a preset in the Jazz Chorus 40 that gives you the JC 120 stereo chorus clean sound. Yeah, it. so there's some sort of like delay or like yeah. going it's on 30, Yeah, 30 so basically you press that button and it just sounds like a JC 120. Right. And, you know. How
0: does the drive sound? How's the drive sound in these ones? Because what I've read has been still people I think sort of thing, saying, I'm not really into I think it. It's, and I know that it's not designed to be
1: a drive I, a driven amp I think you know if it I think you know they've, they've gone oh it's four, you know, it's a 40 year old design let's let's reissue it I think if they went down the Blues Cube Blues Cube artist route and actually said actually let's just sack off the drive completely and just make a clean sound yeah. chorus in a new design may have been a better way to go right. for the future but I, I don't think anyone who's going to buy this realistically is going to use the drive very diplomatic answer I, I, I just you know I don't think, you, I, I, don't think know. I think yes, it's going yeah. to sound I think it's going to be better plugging a drive pedal into it
0: I, I agree with you I, I that's I agree with you i think no. that maybe they shouldn't have bothered with the yeah they shouldn't have added it on just as they're like oh well they and go, actually whatever. i think that one of the just great- give away a ds1 with it or something yeah. <laughs> i think one of the i think
1: the thing is that they've gone look people are using high-end drive pedals they're not necessarily going to plug a boss pedal. yeah yeah it. absolutely we yeah. need to make it sound yeah. because at the time you know when these came out there wasn't that many drive pedals with it no and i think that's why people always stuck with them for clean sounds because you plug a fuzz face into it and it was like oh that sounds good but you know people had the Marshall stacks so these became the ultimate studio tool and I think the great thing they've added onto this is the fact that the inputs are true stereo so for everyone out there who's using timelines, DD500s anything like that, it's true stereo split between the two speakers so you get these huge sounds out of a tiny amplifier
2: So we've already had the uh, Marshall 2555X uh, on this list Uh, Another Marshall product that came out this year to much fanfare was the Marshall Astoria Mm. Um, Give
0: us the rundown, Jay Well, these only sort of arrived around the time that I sort of departed departed from from a shop. I think that's probably more of a...
1: Yeah, I'm still sort of getting used to it because there's three amps that they do in heads and combos. And each one is slightly different spec and slightly different... um, And a different colour. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom.
2: Yeah, and a different colour. So, so which one of these should be on our list? Because there are well,
3: you, you, I'm sure we can. It's sort of a range, isn't it? It's a range. What are the three colours? It's blue,
1: blue, uh, red, and green. Red and green. yeah. Um, and I'm trying to remember because one of them's like KT66s, one of them's like EL84s, and then one of them's like a more low powered. Um, so yes, yeah, the classic, the custom, and the dual. Oh, if, if it was me, maybe I'd go for the Classic because it's designed to be a single-channel amp that just want completely loud and clean sounds. But maybe we'd be better off going for... Maybe the Custom? Because I think the Custom's had the um, the custom's got the pull um, attenuation. Yes. So the continuable attenuation.
2: So what we've got essentially is a flexible amp. Um, the reason that I kind of put it on this list, I think... Obviously, you know, you know what you're expecting Marshall sound-wise. I think the looks are incredible. Like one of the best-looking amps that Marshall have made for a long time, and they stray quite far from the usual Marshall yeah. black and gold. Um do we think and this is going early into the kind of uh slightly into the
1: cut before time, does the Marshall Astoria stand up on this list? It's a lot of money. That- I think I think that's a, that, you know, it's difficult because we try not to always take cost into it, I suppose. It is, I suppose, it is a factor, but you know, they're what over two grand, yeah. And you know, I think Marshall now are competing with a lot of other companies that are making similar amps at the same price with it within you know a big range. And actually, rather than adding on tons of features, they've taken loads of stuff away. They've had the modern feature of the continuous power attenuation, which features on the Marshall AFD. It's a great sounding amplifier and Marshall are really resting on the fact, you know, it's built in England and it's got that classic Marshall sound and they've gone well maybe people want to use it more at home so we've kind of had that attenuation so you can work the valves harder at, at lower volumes but is it a bit too late for this particular product? Like, Are they, you know, are they trying are they- to
2: get into the boutique market when the boutique market has kind of happened?
1: Yeah, Already. and and those brands are now going, actually, we're making cheaper versions of the stuff yeah, we've made this yeah. really expensive. And they've kind of made stuff that actually, oh, no, we, we'll make this expensive one. It's like, yeah, but now people want the same, they want all the boot, and that's, you know, things like, you know, the Victory and, and the Orange and things like that, and the Classic 20 where you could buy a bootie camp with all those features, but actually you could just buy a cheaper one that does exactly yeah. the same thing. Bear that in mind when we do the car.
2: Jay has added one more amp to this list. I need confirmation oh, and what this genius, came out this year.
1: With genius it
2: did, yeah. Vox AC10. Yeah, an absolutely brilliant little amp. I can't
0: believe we missed this off beforehand. Okay, yeah. so why should the Vox AC10 be on this list? The Vox AC10 is a brilliant, brilliant little amp. So it's a... Um, 10 inch speaker rather than 12 inch speaker. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes. So it's, so is I think that this is really good as a um, alternative to um like the ac4s for example which were possibly a little bit limiting i think you could use this at home the ac10 whereas something like the ac15 maybe not you would struggle i think there's still a bit too for example like this room or in your you know this is i live in a i live in a house where the living room is you know it's relatively large but high ceilings thin walls wooden laminate floors you know if i was playing guitar in here with a 15 watt amp, my neighbours would all be coming around knocking on the door telling yeah. me to shut up. You know, th- there's no two ways about oh, it. What sounds so good? Oh, it's this Fox AC10. That yeah, I have <laughs> but the AC10, I think, addresses that because it's it's 10 watts rather than 15. Um, it's a 10 inch speaker, so you get a bit more sort of directionality, and you know, you don't have to turn it up quite as much as you would possibly with a with a 12 inch speaker. I don't know, maybe. Um, and it's three band EQ um digital reverb which sounds great lost the tremolo uh lost the tremolo which you know probably i don't think is, a, is too big a deal i don't know um, man i think
3: that was like the essential vox thing
0: is it for if you want something to play at home but maybe
3: not i mean i tell you what i would buy a vox for is for playing a baritone with the tremolo and reverb turned up on four
0: yeah
2: mm.
3: yeah, yeah yeah um and so it, it, it removes that option which but is a shame But don't but get me could, wrong but You could buy a Tremolo pedal Yeah of course you can But you yeah know, I could buy a Revo pedal oh, of course that you could do it All in one thing And that was kind of for me That was what Vox were all about
2: Yeah it's a shame It's not there
3: But but it is
1: still they keep a, It keeps the price down How much yeah. is how
0: much is, a, uh, how much is one of those AC10 uh,
1: 300 quid Something like that Yeah I think they're less Than 300 quid now
0: um, Are they They're, they're um, Let's have a look. Brilliant, brilliant amps. They, I, I mean, I still giggable for a small show uh, as well. Three fifty-nine, so just, just okay. over. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's. I can't believe we missed it off. I feel, I feel like yeah. a bit of a doubt I, for not yeah, suggesting absolutely. it earlier. An
3: absolutely cracking amp,
0: but probably you, you know less innovative than maybe some of the other
3: stuff that we've been saying. But for on a, for on a personal level, it, it would almost, it, it, it could probably win for me just because I, I mean, on a personal I, I, level, it's, I, it's yeah. exactly I what it's I want a, in an amp. I think
0: it's a really good. Uh, you know it's it's, again we talk about the sort of the innovation of of these companies and bringing products to market that possibly you know uh, take in the same I think that this is very comparable to like the micro Dark. it's like I don't think anyone was particularly surprised that this came out but also it's you know it's it's very very welcomed yeah Mm. so it's that
2: time where we cut a recap of the list pv classic 20 mini marshall 2555x Orange Micro Dark, Victory Kraken Blackstar Artist Roland JC 40 Marshall Astoria Vox AC 10 Oh this is so bad
3: There are four things we, in there That
2: should win well, we've, I so also we've feel got, a bit
0: bad That the THR's not on there But I'm not going to go into that now
2: No so 100. we've 100 We've got eight products there mm. um, That uh, And we've only got five spaces So we need to cut At least three Straight well, away I've, I've got
1: three That I think Well let's I do a little go. round
2: table Jay Pick one that you'd cut Pick
0: one that I would cut straight away. Marshall Astoria, oh. Matt Knight. I think,
1: I, yeah, I I would straight away. I would say both Marshalls because I don't think yeah. they're bringing anything well, new. I think we can definitely agree that the Astoria should go off of the. It's a great amp, but um, I don't think it's bringing necessarily anything no, new. I don't to think it's, the, it's, the world it's of not the franchise. right play at this time.
2: The Astoria is gone. Two more to go.
0: J Cross. Um, I don't really know anything about the 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 Kraken. Um, so I would. Oh. I, I would sort of have to go with the consensus on that. I mean, I, I would be yeah, I suppose it's I difficult mean, because I I've maybe got more experience yeah. with it, but I mean, I I mean out of the ones that are there, I would say Do you know someone's not happy that we've knocked the Astoria. <laughs> I would say that um out of the out of the abset there, I would say that the things that should probably chop there are the Marshall and the victory because i think the 2555x and the victory tracker or maybe the Marshall and the black the star you know what
1: i would say the star, again, i i think the the and the black star once again i think those two products don't necessarily we're, we're
3: culling we're culling the less innovative stuff because and yeah. I, I, I think amps is very different from guitars the the sort of the things we're looking for and i guess we are looking for, the thing is but, looking for things you're going to buy we're looking for something new. you're not necessarily
1: going to buy multiple yeah. amplifiers i think said, in, in that said
0: i mean the Marshall Twenty Five Fifty Five sits in the same category as a um, I know what you're gonna say. as the the Les Paul Traditional. You know, it's it's a it's an amp that again we all knew they were going to do because the um well the silver jubilee issue yeah, was, so, was so popular. I, think, I, don't, I don't think, think people they're that out sounded. for the
1: traditional. I think l- less people were crying out for the Twenty Five Fifty. Yeah, yeah of course.
2: I also think the difference is the response has been very different. Pe- people have. The, when the traditionals have come out people have gone oh yeah that is exactly what we wanted with the Marshall it's come out and I think a lot of people have gone I'm not really sure that is exactly what I wanted right, okay. people have been yeah, crying out Amps- Silver Jubilees for ages but I don't think it hit the mark when it landed I yeah, think yeah. people were just also I think price it was a bit more expensive than perhaps it should have been whereas the traditionals as we've mm. talked about are very good value for money yeah yeah
0: right? Amps have moved forward yeah haven't. I mean I'm only I'm only sort of yeah, I, mean, I, I, still, I still think that the Marshall and the Blackstar are the two that are, we, should...
2: are we happy to lo- lose those two yes, yes. ok excellent does, have, so, does
1: that leave us five does it uh,
2: that leaves us with the Classic 20 Mini the Orange Micro Dark the Victory Kraken the Roland JC40 and the Vox AC10 so that is a five any top three lock-ins for you J-Cross top three lock-ins three?
0: Go straight in, are we? I'm just okay. thinking,
2: you know, what's going to be winner, runner up, one, oh, okay, runner run up
0: two. For me, the top three are, um, th- the top three are the. Oh man, that's so hard. In th- oh, no, I, yeah. third, I would put the classic twenty. Okay. So in second, I would put the JC40, and in first, I would put the uh, the the comer the AC10.
1: Matt Knight I would agree with Jay on the third place I think the classic 20 should definitely be in the top three because okay. it was a great the classic 30 was a great amp and it kind of it just it's a, nat- a natural evolution of, of that second place I would probably put something like the Kraken just because I think it's different to anything else on on that list I think it offers two sounds in amplifiers that you can only buy in big heads okay Um, and first I would put the micro dark wow you're an idiot Um, do you know what I was actually thinking of putting the JC40 last fifth because actually once again like we said the black star and the Marshalls aren't bringing anything new to the table in a way nor is the JC40. Yes, so oh, well. I disagree. I disagree.
0: I think the JC40. Oh. I think JC40 absolutely is. Brilliant. And I think these people are going to
1: the gonna buy the JC40 purely because, even though we know it sounds great, and I think it still is a great amplifier. I think people are going to be like, I, I would. As soon as you tell people it's solid state, people go and you and you, people plug like in, go, yeah, it's a great clean sound. But I want a drive channel, and it's like, All right, Brandt, I, not in there. I did not expect to have that
3: you know you know like I, you I, fighting on the on the JC foot yeah. and I to, I like going third in this because it it kind of means that I can tailor my top 3 around yeah, we should fighting probably, yeah. for uh for what
1: needs to be fought for so I mean and then I I, 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 think, I overrule it I think so, to be yeah. honest <laughs> with just quickly I was going to say uh, other like you know unlike the guitar category I think anything that we pick pretty much <coughs> on that I'd be happy completely in any position yeah, because they're all really good amplifiers yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean I I would have had That it would be really hard because I think everything on there except for the micro duck, which I don't really care about. Those other four, I think, if if this was top four, could come in any any order. But because I've got to pick three, I've got to cut something that I like, um, which means that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to cut the the AC10, even though I don't want to. I was not
2: expecting that at at all. I know, I know.
3: And and I think the that I because I have to have the JC40 in the Victory Kraken is is so innovative that's such a that's so astute and that's what I love about the Kraken and the PV classic is they are they're such astute amplifiers for the way stuff's working today and for that reason those two have to go in the PV first and the cracking second, yeah. and then and and the JC40, I think, maybe slightly less innovative, but bringing back something that yeah. was getting hard to get hold of, that is an essential
0: cornerstone yeah, of, that's a, of the amplifier market. Also, the thing that I really like about the JC40 is what it signifies, in that it is Roland doing a reissue. Yeah, mm. yeah, they're listening. You know, it's it, it won't be long until we get that. That space echo, that space echo reissue, it's coming, it's <laughs> how, coming. So, how do we feel about Orange Micro Dark going in fifth place?
2: I would agree with that. Yeah, Joey I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Orange Micro Dark in fifth, fourth, I would say is down to the judging by what you guys have been saying, the JC4. No, sorry, the Kraken, the AC10.
0: It's the Kraken or the AC10. I well, think. the
3: Kraken for me and Matt was in second place.
1: See, yeah, but I put the AC10 in first place. True. I, did, I, I see. I it's mean, it's difficult. I'm, I think the AC10 certainly hits. More, that, yeah, more of a home use market than maybe a gigging market. Although you could gig with it, I I think you know once again looking at best gear i think in terms of overall tone in terms of sound i don't think it's as good as some of the other amps that are on there. the ac10 yeah, yeah, yeah in terms in terms of sound i would say it's yeah it definitely doesn't sound as good as some of the other amps that would probably be above that's it.
0: that's a that's a fair point so how about we say ac10
2: is in fourth kraken in third and then it's just down to the JC40 or the Classic 20 for the top, I'd, top I'd, two I'd spots. say that's
3: a pretty yeah. solid top two. I mean,
1: I would have put the Kraken second and then JC. I think the difficulty with the third. Kraken is you've obviously spent a lot of oh, yeah, time and with and it. Joe likes the design them.
2: ideas. I've only heard it in videos. Yeah. Uh, and Jay probably. I know nothing about it. I'm yeah. So I think yeah, third is a yeah. respectable yeah. place for it to finish. Yeah. So. We've got the Orange Micro Dark in fifth. That's a the, great top two. The, yeah. the Vox AC10 in fourth. The Victory Kraken in third. Then we need to choose between the Classic Twenty and the JC40 for oh. first and second. Innovative says the PV I, wins. I think we just. But. I think we need to go around the table and you say one of the two for the top spot. J Cross, PV, Matt Knight.
3: Mm, sorry what I are you saying one or two th- uh,
1: this is for your first place I, and I know what you know I was saying about it a minute ago I think uh, the thing uh, is though if we, we sat around this table now and I had the money in my hand and an amp either side and I was going to buy oh, one shit. go home and use I didn't it I think about that I would probably buy the JC oh, because d- it would work better for what mm. I do Joe Branton that was a great
3: swaying that- argument that's true. I mean, I love everything about the PV. I think the, the PV is brilliant. I think everyone should go out and buy one because they are all you need. I mean, just imagine walking down the road to your show with that in one hand and your Telecaster and a tweed hard case in the other. That, it's just really cool and awesome. It's everything I want in an amp. But you are absolutely right. I think if I was in a shop with the money in my hand, who doesn't want to own a jazz chorus? That is yeah, a piece of heritage.
0: You know, I say, the, I say the PV by like. A hair's breadth Yeah you know, oh, they're, it's, both, it's, they're both I think brilliant. the JC40 is a, is a quality Quality amp Quality I'm gonna, amp I'm, I'm going to have to go With
2: the boys over here I'm going yeah. for the JC40 That's cool. I think right. it is a, cool. More of a complete package uh, It's not quite So feature filled But I think you would be more happy to have that in your house. More happy to PV. have that in your house. So, yeah. when you
1: run it through your Space Echo, yeah. Oh, yeah. So,
2: the best amp rundown 2015. In fifth place, the Orange Micro Dark. In fourth, the Vox AC10. Uh, in third, the Victory Kraken. Uh, in second, the PV Classic 20 Mini. And in first place, the Roland JC40. So, the JC40. Classic 20, go through to the final round on day five. Oh, wow. Um, where we'll be uh, fighting it out for the best piece of gear in 2015. Oh, I'm really happy with that
3: as Man, a top no. two. I think those are two absolutely yeah. brilliant products to go through. I didn't realise
2: amps were so interesting this year. <laughs> uh, we should um, have a break, and then we'll come back and do 2015's best product of 2014.
0: I forgot how exhausting this all is. It's tiring, isn't it? Let's
2: And we're back from an extended uh, tea break to recover from the shock that was the JC40 winning the best amp of 2015. Well done. After some heated discussion. So uh, it's now time for 2015's best product of 20... 20- no. Yeah, 2015's <laughs> best product of 2014. Yeah. Is that the right way round? Yeah.
0: 2015's best product of 2014.
2: Yeah, that is 2014's right.
0: 2014's best product of 2015. No, twenty fifteen's pro- best, best product, product of twenty fourteen. So best yeah, of which is which is I think the I think this is the best category.
2: So the idea behind this, this, is, this is we look at uh, the products that we gave Gear of the Year awards to last year uh, and see uh, how they've kind of held up over the last twelve months. So in this category, we've got the Washburn Solar, the Randall Satan, the classic player Fender classic player Rascal bass. The Strymon Deco, the Electro Soulfood, Soul Food, the Blackstar Fly Three, and the Boss RC One. So, what are we cutting? What we what are we cutting? Let's just go <laughs> just cut. Let's cut straight to the chase. Um, What's not held up? I think I think less stuff has changed this year than it did last mm. year because we had a
3: complete turnaround last last year, didn't we? Cause we the, did. the, the winner in in our first gear of the year was the Squire Vintage Modified Base Six. Yeah. I don't think we even it even got through the. We all agreed and that it was just something Joe, that had fallen off. Yeah, sort of it was funny really because yeah. I was
1: looking at this and I was like, oh wow, Washburn Solar maybe. And then because the, the store that you know I work in now, we, we didn't do a lot of Washburns until recently. We've just had a load delivered, and I picked one up and was like, actually, this guitar is awesome. Yeah, and they're right. Joe,
2: Joe was fighting for them very very hard last year, and I think uh, it's kind of. Uh, Justified now because they have actually stood up, like people are hmm. still buying them, they're doing new
1: models. Um, yeah, I think he's just bought out seven and eight strings doing and an Explorer as yeah. well. Um, but the one thing I, you know, with the same player um, is the Randall Satan. Yes, I think Randall just, you know, went, got behind it, made the amp that yeah. he wanted. It's a great amp. they sold him some, but and not many others. But where think. else can you buy Randall in the UK? I don't know a single place I've seen. A brand lamp for sale recently.
2: Yeah, it's difficult. There, there just didn't seem to be as much kind of care behind it as someone like Washburn have put in to kind of nurturing that relationship with Ola England mm. and uh, and kind of pushing that product. Really, the Satan has kind of died off. Yeah, so, how yeah. do we feel about cutting the Satan?
0: I think that's the it's yeah, a I think great that's, product. Yeah, I it's yeah, it a great
3: product, but I agree, I completely agree. Just hasn't really had the impact.
0: Hasn't the impact hasn't carried
2: over until this no. time this year so okay so we're losing the Satan which leaves us with the Washburn Solar Fender Classic Player Rascal Stryman Deco, EHX Soul Food Blackstar Fly 3 and Boss RC1 that is a tough list yeah they're all Do great you know, products
1: can I, can I throw can I throw a spanner the uh, uh, works go, go on. on Soul Food cut it it's had it's day it's It done. has.
3: it actually has even Electro Harmonics have probably released what five new Drive pedals Maybe, that yeah. uh,
1: that's, since I then I just I I just the amount of people buying them now are coming and going can I buy a Soul Food who's dramatically dropped off because of the amount of other companies now making similar products which I suppose in one way you could say is an argument for them kind of paving the way for other people doing something similar but well, at the same the, time their, their their brilliant copy of another gave company. gave gave everyone the opportunity to do other brilliant but I think copies. the thing is is that now everyone's I think. Now, I think we're going to notice this a lot next year is that the clon thing is done. The Dumble thing is the new sound that everyone's trying to get in a pedal because all of these pedals coming out, I think we're going to start seeing next year and we've seen a few this year like based on the Dumble sound. Everyone's like, no one cares about the clon anymore. And I think that's the thing with the Soul Food is that it's kind of fallen down to just a sub 50 quid drive pedal. That is actually really good and it is a kind of gem within pedals, but... I, yeah, yeah not really not, not interesting it? enough for me. But
3: mm. then
2: you and me were both fighting for this not to win last year. You two were fighting for this to yeah, win. Yeah, and so. I, you know, I've still got one on the board. I still really like it, but I completely agree. Because there's so much other competition out there, um, the Soul Food is a prime candidate for being cut. But I tell you what also is, because bear in mind, we're still doing a top five on this. Um, so I'm saying that the Soul Food has got more legs than the classic player Rascal Base. I oh, yeah, I, I
3: completely agree. The, the, the Rascal Base was really great um, but it was simultaneously extremely niche like it it had a very specific look look that 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 it completely is well you know we were we were watching a a demo a demo video of it just before Mm. we did this and like one of the comments on the video was how you know how does it slap and we were like why would you who on earth would want to slap on a short scale sixty style base? Yeah. Which is true. Why would you? It was a base aimed at a particular type of player, that at the exclusion of a lot of other players. And short scale bases will always do that. It wasn't. Mm. Yeah, it
2: wasn't really a kind of uh, session guy's base, was it? It wouldn't no. do everything. It was very much a kind of retro styled exactly. And, coil. and it, it,
3: it was great, but it hasn't cemented as being one of the go to short scale bases. I think still, you know, Hofner. Mm violin basses yeah. SG basses and Mustangs are still your free standard mm. um,
2: so how about we cut the rascal yeah, from this list I'm good with that good stuff ok so we've got a top 5 to put together we've got uh, the Washburn Solar the Boss RC1 the Blackstar Fly 3 the Strymon Deco and the Electroharmonic Soul Food because we all said the uh, the soul food was ripe for cutting, does that go into fifth place? No, no, I, don't
3: no, think no, I, I no, actually, not. the black I, star surely. No, no actually, I,
1: I it's a it's a no. I think I'm going to say I, something controversial. I, I think tell. the RC one should be fifth place. Really? Yeah, mm. because I I think that I've actually I just think and I and you know I said it last time. I said that it's not not done anything no it's cool the, the RC one's cool but i have to say i still like i would rather my, have an RC i would rather have a sorry a soul food over an RC one
3: well i was, I was going to say sort of on the line of of what the sort of pedal it is being mm. a looper i i have a ditto on my board yeah. just because it doesn't do a lot cuz i think the ditto came out in 2013 yeah, and it that did. was one of our best products yeah. Exactly, but and but I still think it's better than mm. the RC one. I, 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 the RC not the RC three. The RC three is great, but I just want simple real time looping mm. on my board, mm. and I can either spend a whole a whole pedal space on it or half of one. Mm. So that and yeah. for that reason,
0: I really like the RC one. I think the RC one's really really cool, and I I. Uh, does it make that much odds? I realize that you know you you guys are the ones with the boards, but like how much extra space does it actually take? Quite a you lot? can
3: get, yeah, you can get. I can get two pets. So I the way you position those, um, those mini pedals, pedals is, is on their side, on the side yeah. so you have one above them suppose, and one yeah. below. So I,
0: I, the only reason I can fit a Hof reverb on my board is because yeah. I've got this because you've got that there. Yeah, I understand that. I, I don't think it should be, I don't think it should be. I, I actually think. I think this this is all about hindsight this is all about hindsight and this is about what has what has got the legs to you know it's not just a flash in the pan like we talk about how the the basics we all you know we all love the basics but it didn't have it didn't bring about the revolution that we kind of thought it might do Mm. Um, and you know the you know the legs sort of just dropped off it a little bit I think out of all of those five that are left there the product that has had the longest uh, and the, the sort of most consistent, you know, a broad appeal is the fly three. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's. I think that not. is the. I think that is the the. If we're talking about the best thing on this list, and obviously best is is very. You know, it, it, the parameters of which you would consider best changes from from sort of spec, from, uh, you know, product to product. Product to mm. product and, and like genre to genre. So, in this, you know, we're talking about hindsight. I think the Fly 3, I, just, I don't think they've, it's been out over a year now. Nothing has come out within that category that comes close to it. You know, all of these companies have had plenty of time to produce something as close, as good as that, and nobody has done it. Mm. You know, you look at the Soulful. yes, there's been tons of things that have come out. I guess you could argue the same sort of thing for the Deco in that, you know, there's not a huge amount that's come out that does the same thing as the Deco. And, you know, I would would probably put forward a case for that as well. The solar, I think, to a certain degree, is just another... it's It's not that it's just another metal guitar but it's there's plenty of guitars like that out there and the RC1 like you say there's the Ditto and the I think the Fly 3 has like I think that's the best thing on that list within, the, you, context, you, you're right. within that's the context within the context of that that's a
3: great argument for it and I completely agree but there's there's almost context within the context, context, within context. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. of its uh of its range of products of its genre of products yeah. and a battery powered practice amp is a crap category like I don't care about them no one's designed
2: one because no one cares
0: I don't think that's true I,
2: I think this is a rare instance where that doesn't apply like battery yeah. powered amps are pretty crap generally but this is actually a product that has taken that concept and gone all this stuff's crap. Why don't we make something that's actually good? Yeah. Which I think the Fly was, Three is, which is very easy to do when you've uh, got. A of crap course, category. but it is so
1: much better than everything else in that it's, category. It's, it's, it is, but it's, it's head it. and shoulders above. But no one else. wanted to buy mini amps because of what was out. Now loads of people want them because they're paid, the Fly 3 exists. Because they're paving the way for a revolution in that in that particular product. Where but going back to things th- like the RC One is that it came out of it came out because. It had to come out because other companies had already led the way and were already in front, and they went, "Oh well, we need to make this product."
0: Yeah, they didn't. I, they
1: didn't make it as a. Can I propose an order
2: for the five? I'm going to say, and please stop me if you don't, if you disagree. Stop. stop. Number five, RC One. Number four, Soul Food. Number three, Washburn Solar. Number two, Stryma Deco
1: number one black star fly three absolutely not that was my that was my top that was my top five absolutely what that That's is what unbelievable I, this, I, I cannot let a
3: battery but, amp win Surely but all bear not. in mind
2: they'll both go through to the final they'll both we'll have that preposterous situation again where two 2014 products get into 2015's (laughs) gear of the year. Um, We've thought this through. (laughs) No, I like it. I like how it shakes things up and it forces us to have a conversation because you can go, okay, it gives you a nice measuring stick. How good was this year? The the deco is still the
3: best thing that came out last year and it's still one of the best pedals on the market at all out of everything out of there
2: but there are a lot of things snapping at his heels there's obviously the market is uh is very competitive in as we'll see in our hotly contested best pedal category in the next uh, in tomorrow's episode i think nothing is touching the fly3 in terms of coming close to a battery amp they're both great products. They'll both make it through to that's, the final. That's just
3: a ridiculous reason to let something through. Because I don't think it's they've made at something all. where there's no competition and the deco's made something where there's tough competition. Do Surely that's more reason for the deco is the best pedal out there in a really tough competitive market. The, it's the, not the best the pedal Blackstar out there. The is deco the is
0: not the best pedal on the it's not the best pedal available. Whereas the Fly Three is Yeah, you know, if you're if you're taking things and, and you're saying, right, what is the best you know? The deco is definitely out of the three pedals that we've got left in the top five so the RC1, the uh, deco, and the soul food. The deco is definitely the best of, those, those, of those pedals. If you go and have a look at the, the shortlist that we've got for the, the, the this year's pedal of the year, is it the best of those pedals? Probably, probably not. Not. Mm, mm, oh, it's it it's, will struggle, it would struggle to, it's, in that category. It's, you know, it's amazing, and no, like we shouldn't take anything away from it. But the Fly 3 is undeniably the best. Like a mini amp, and and you're a strong like argument. this is a, it's not a strong argument. It a strong it's a battery, battery it,
3: powered amp. Yeah, and you're, what yeah, you're doing great, there is you're uh, you're
0: letting your prejudice of the fact that you like big amps get in the way of the fact that that you and you don't really like Blackstar. That's what you're doing yeah, here, well, you're,
3: those 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 things are true. But also, if I wanted to play at home and I wanted to sound good, I'd buy a Vox AC4.
0: But that's that's, no, too, I, that's too loud think, for a lot I of people.
1: Think, I think Fly Three sounds better than an AC4. I think a Fly Three is a better sounding amp than an AC4. Oh man. I honestly Dude, do. They're
0: so good. They sound brilliant. Like they genuinely sound re- like very, very good amps. And it's it's you know I had this exact uh, when when they came in to demo it, I was like, this is not worth my time. I don't care about this at all. And it, like that, at one point the the rep just sort of grabbed me at a point where there was nothing going on. And I had to go over and watch it, and I was genuinely blown away to a point that I uh, has. Very rarely happened In the, the The sort of Six years or so That I've been working In guitar shops Like that It just doesn't happen You know Very rarely do you hear Something and I are like Wow that's Like That's really Very very impressive Yeah And that's what happened With that no, it, that's it, true it, it comp- It's good And it You know it, Compare it to Anything else out there compare it to the orange crush three pony like <laughs> all those little marshall amps so pony like the little fender ones that look quite cool so rubbish but you as know, a product as yeah. an individual product
3: it has the least use out of everything on this list Definitely for, you, not. for you for you it does yeah,
0: for, de- for, for you and your mates it does the thing for that- for, for like for your dad uh, that's the most useful thing do you know what I mean? And for, it, for like a kid starting out That's the most useful thing mm. And I would say that Because of the type of pedal The Deco
2: is Actually it's not A very useful pedal It's a great sounding pedal And it does What it does very very well But it's not A drive pedal is it? Or it's not like A multi effects or whatever It does a very very Distinct set It's got a very very Distinct set of Sounds Which mm. we all really like And we like the how it's packaged And we like the kind of Price and stuff But it's not... I don't think it's the best pedal in the world, and I don't think it's the most useful pedal in the world. I think... One we, of the best sounding. We, I, we might have to take the consensus on this and go with Fly 3. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that... is still going through.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Stryman's I'm just, going through is number two. I'm just cut up about the order. But the, the, as long as the Stryman's going through, then I'm, I can still push it very hard when we have the final gear okay. of the years. Okay, At the end, because it is the best product. And I promise you this, this will be the first product to go when we're doing the, the cut the I don't think three. it will the, 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 black, the Black Star Fly 3 will be the first product to we'll go, go to when we do the, the end, cut we'll have
2: worry. to wait we'll have to wait and see so we're happy with a uh, fifth the Boss RC1 a fourth the electronic Soul Food a third the Washburn Solar and second the Strymer Deco and the winner of uh, 2015's 2014 product of the year the Black Star <laughs> Fly 3 Joe's oh, not you, happy what you've
3: witnessed here listeners is a tragedy
2: <laughs> it's not it's, it's democracy
3: no. I don't know
0: I don't know why you're getting so caught up about it like I
3: because this, like... this is like it's not hi-fi nerds this is guitar nerds it's 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 a set of PC speakers no it's a great
0: sounding little guitar they're not PC speakers it's a cool guitar amp I'm calling it I'm
2: yeah, calling yeah,
3: yeah, it that's, that's fine yeah fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that too
2: good so the um, <laughs> Blackstar Fly 3 and the Strymon Deco join the Gibson 2016 Les Paul Traditional the Line 6 Variac Standard the Boss ES The TC Polytune clip, the Roland JC40, and the PV Classic 20 Mini in our final, which is uh, on day five tomorrow. We are looking at best pedal 2015 and the weirdest gear 2015.
3: Best pedal is going to be mental.
2: It's the most hotly contested category. I think we're also
3: 20 entries.
2: We're going to have to just go straight to cutting things. I think Uh, we won't have time to actually uh, give a rundown on everything, but. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Um, see you see see again. <laughs> <laughs> bad to the bow, bad, bad to the reload. We've been doing this a long time today already, and we've still got three episodes left. And you are drinking pure gin. I know that's the problem. Bleach. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Cheers. Bye. Bye.